Hello and welcome to Figuring Out Forever. I am your podcast host, Shannon Johnson, and I am excited today to have my friend, my sister, Mrs. Nicole Amin Smalls joining us on our podcast. Hey, Nikki. Hey, Shannon. How are you? I'm good. I'm so glad to have you here. Thank you so much for being a guest today. So the podcast today is all about moms with multiples because that is definitely what Nicole Amin Smalls is. And so if you can just, again, welcome to the podcast. If you can just get us started by just sharing some background information about who you are, your family, you know, tell us about your lovely family and a little bit about yourself. So go ahead. Okay. So sorry, because <laughs> I am a mom of multiples. I'm going to the room right now. Um, so my name is Nicole, I mean, Smalls. Um, I am married for 18 years. Whoop, whoop. Yeah. So my husband, David, I have three girls. Um, they are 15, 13 and nine. Oh my and, gosh. Thank you. And I have a, a, a little boy, a little boy dog named Carmelo. <laughs> and he's he three. little. He ain't little. <laughs> he's three and he's bigger than all of us. <laughs> so that is the dynamic of my family. What else did you want to know? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Hello? Are you there? Yes, I am. Okay. All right. Um, all right. So tell us a little bit about what you do. I know you're a career woman. So share a little bit about your career, things like that, because life is busy for you. So in a typical day, because, um, you know, I always give questions to my podcast guests, but I didn't do this. But like in a typical day, what does it look like for you? Because I know, you know, your husband's an entrepreneur, you're an entrepreneur and have a career. So what's it look like for you guys in a typical day? All right. So a typical day we start off. So I am an educator. I've been an educator for 18 years from being a spec at eighth grade math teacher, working in an alternative school, being um, a dean for at a high school for a couple of years. And now I'm a learning support coach at a local um, high school in Delaware. So and my daughter go and my oldest daughter goes to school with me. So it is one of those things that is a blessing and a curse because you never right. have a moment to yourself. So right. from the yeah. moment, oh, I didn't think about that. Yeah, <laughs> because she goes to your school. Hello. So you don't have that oh, that that yeah. ride. You know that that that, mm -hmm. that one moment of the day where you ride to work or you ride home and you could be quiet and just be with yeah. you. Yeah, that, that no longer exists. So okay. from the morning <laughs> when I wake up and we ride to school, I engage with her, and then we go to school and I engage with students and staff all day, and then we ride home together, and then I have to engage with my other children and it's just like a never-ending cycle and my like you said my husband owns his own business so he's frequently working jobs and um doing things like that and so on top of all of this I own an event planning business so that yes. keeps me busy very much so now what's what's the name of your event planning business you know we always shout them out oh it is chandelier events by Nicole here in Newark Delaware but I travel I'm actually headed to Memphis on Thursday to do some event planning Girl, listen so. you don't sleep That's that's the whole other, that's that's the whole whole other podcast. Exactly. <laughs> Listen, how do you live and not sleep? All right. So you and I have a lot in common. We're both only children. Yes. Um, and so did you always know that you wanted to have a large family? Because, you know, when you're only child, two is large. So in my mind, oh, my wow. little family with two kids and a dog is big. But did you know as a young child that you wanted to have at least more than one child? So... I always knew I wanted to have children, right? And then when I got married, 
Um, my husband is the oldest of three. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to have three boys. And oh. somebody <laughs> thought it was funny to give me three girls. <laughs> so <laughs> I am definitely getting paid back That's three funny. times over as my mother wished on me. Um, oh, I didn't know this. So you wanted three sons. I wanted three sons. That was literally a, a question at my first baby shower. What does Nikki want to have? Three boys was the answer. And I ended up with really? three girls. Um, so, and I, at this point, I don't know what I would have done with boys. Cause I am not yeah. mom at all. Anybody that knows me knows that, but um, you're so girly and prissy. I'm I, like, I can't picture you with three I boys. Know. I but I just wanted, I think I wanted three men to take care of me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you're so silly. <laughs> but I do have three little women that take pretty good care of me too. We take you're care of each other. I wouldn't but, to take care of me. That's yeah, funny. Yeah, but it's so funny, but I never, and then I thought, oh, well, I'll have two girls kind of like where, where you are. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I have two girls. And, you know, we we ended up with a Lola and life wouldn't be the same without her. <laughs> yes. Oh, I know. That's my boo right there. That is my whole boo. I absolutely adore her. Yes. Yeah. That is so, I did not know that. So I did not know you wanted three sons. Now, were you set? Did you ever think about, I mean, you're still young enough. Did, have you ever thought about having a fourth or are you guys done? Uh, no. So when we uh had when we found out we were at the doctor's office and we found out we were having another girl the third time, my husband was so <laughs> mad he literally fell asleep in the doctor's office, right? <laughs> we, were, we were driving home and I was like, babe, seriously, if the only thing you ever wanted to do in life is have a th- is have a little boy, we can look stupid and be made pregnant for the fourth time. We are, we can barely take care of the kids we have and have a oh and a, have a little boy. And he's like, really, babe? That would be so you would do that for me. So then when Lola popped out, I was like, so what are we doing? Because we need to figure it out. He's like, nah, I'm too old for this. So yeah, we're done. We got a little boy funny. named Carmelo. That's okay, listen, that dog. Noodle. That dog is huge. That yeah. dog, and the fact that y'all carry that dog around like he's little, that's what's even funnier. <laughs> he's my son, and that's, that's just what it is. That is, and he already knows it too. The dog already knows it. <laughs> all right. So when you think about you have three girls and your girls all have different personalities, but what do you think is the one thing that um, like, what's the common trait that they all have or something that ties them together aside from being y'all's kids, you know, like what is something they have in common? So this is where like, and I'm sure you could r- relate to this is like, I'm an only child. So I'm in total culture shock all the time, even still yes. after having my oldest is 15. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't understand how you guys can come from two. A week, you have the same father, the same mm-hmm. mother, the same house, the same family. And you they're all three absolutely totally different people like in every single way um and it's and it's strange so as far as personality wise they're all their own they're all very different but what i do appreciate about them is that they all have this like uh this 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 i don't i don't even have to know how to explain it they're like kindness thugs if that makes sense like like in the sense of they have this overwhelming sense of justice where people should be nice and people should you know and so that is the one thing that ties them together as far as their personality and it just shows that they come from they're very secure girls um yeah they are a very loved place and so they just feel like that's how everybody should you know everybody should be loved every nobody should be mistreated they can only mistreat each other but nobody else can mistreat anybody else but they can fight amongst each other you know that sibling yep. thing i don't Girl, get it because yeah. it's new to us right i i was talking to the girls yesterday oh and i said what is it like to have a built-in best friend 
And they were like, what do you mean? I said, like, y'all, y'all will be together. Then y'all will have your own space. But if I try to say something to one, they'll be like, well, you know what she really meant was. Exactly. I said, what is that like? And Sydney's like, I mean, mom, we just have it. Like, I don't know. I'm and sorry they can't you explain didn't. it. Yeah. Cannot explain it. It they is will fight with each thing. other, and mm-hmm. then, but they will take up for each other, and nobody better not say nothing to Girl, either one of them. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. But that's just that's how they are. But um, other than that, personality wise, they're totally different. Their styles is totally different. Lola yes. is definitely the glue that holds them together. That's the baby. I love and her. Girl. She is. She's missed. Wants to be everything her big sisters are. So she's a yes. girly girl like Lola, but she's rough like L'Oreal, but she's rough and tough and playing sports white like London. So she's a blend of both her. of them because she just wants to be so much like her sisters. But and person- she's in charge. Yes, she's honey. Charge. That's boss baby. Like I try to tell people, like, <laughs> you, I've never seen it before. Like somebody just born boss. Like they, you hear that saying? <laughs> yes. I swear yes. to you, she is born a, like a babe boss baby. Oh born a boss. It's crazy. And it's bad because she like bosses everybody around and gets on everybody's nerves. So of course, but she's so cute. But, yeah, she's and, so but the cute, problem is she's correct a lot of the time. So we're checking her, but I'm like, but low key do what your sister said because you're doing it wrong. Like, but it's crazy. But, and she's so she's cute with it. Oh, Listen, nine. when she told Sailor, when Sailor signed her to school, she was like, sign right here. Oh, you never done this before. <laughs> Girl, girl, I was crying laughing. I was crying laughing. That's how how she is. But she's like, I mean, it's frequently she she will put me to bed. Come on, mommy, you you need water. Did you did you take your medicine? Do you want to lay down? You want me to turn the light out? Mm -hmm. Did you you gonna put your pajamas on? You wearing that? I'm like, oh my goodness, (laughs) I love it. But you know what? I will say because something you touched on is about like their personality, how they always want the best for people. And so this, um, you know, I'm just throwing this out there. How did you guys cultivate that, you and your husband? Because that is a trait that not a lot of kids have. And the fact that all three of your girls are civic minded, you know, girls with um, morals and values. And I know your faith plays a lot because I know you personally and I know your home. Um, and how you all run your home. But what did you do to cultivate that for all three of your daughters? I think that, honestly, we have been very overly conscious with the girls about how to treat people because I never wanted to have spoiled brat kids, right? Mm-hmm. But I definitely want to spoil my kids, you know? Right. So that's, okay. that's a difference. And mm-hmm. so I've always tried to inculcate with them is that you, you may have more, or you may do more things, but that doesn't make you better than anybody. And right. it actually, it gives you a social responsibility to make sure that other people are okay and, and feel okay. That doesn't, you know, because a, a lot of these kids are, these kids nowadays can be very, you know, self-centered, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, very mean. Yes. And yep. I'm like, and that doesn't, and, and I've always taught them that that when people act like that, that's a reflection of their own insecurities. And you don't have a reason to be insecure. So Mm -hmm. that's no reason for you to treat people like that. And you're always supposed to make sure that you leave somebody feeling better about themselves every time you meet somebody. It's not your job to make anybody feel bad about themselves. And so they take that really, they've taken it to heart because we've inculcated that in them. um, Just, you know, just when we go to travel, when we do Mm -hmm. things, always be thankful, be grateful, understand that you're being blessed, right? So, you you know, our faith plays a big, big role in that and just understanding that, you know, the things that you have are not, don't give yourself credit. Don't give me a mommy, Mm -hmm. mommy and daddy credit, but you're being blessed because you're doing the right thing. You know, 
very important as far as the girls understanding, like, you have a civic responsibility to be kind, you know, yeah. other people are not. And that's just that that's one thing I do appreciate about them. They're not mean kids. Because some yeah, kids they are. especially you go through go through phases. And it's not that all yeah. kids, you know, once mean, always mean, but you know, teenage years could be a very insecure mm-hmm. time for kids. And they project that onto other people because that's their coping mechanism. But uh, you know, that's one thing that I will say that they don't do. And I'm excited about that. So yeah. I mean. It's just been a matter of just always showing them, you know, the other side of, of things, just understanding that what you don't have to have what you have. You're being blessed and you need yeah. to be showing appreciation if you want to continue to be blessed. So, And they are, they're so, they're so respectful. Everyone's like, hi, Auntie Shannon. Hi, Auntie Shannon. I love it. Like, they are just, <laughs> they, I mean, and they're like that all the time. You know, I mean, when you're around and when you're not around, you and your husband, like, they're always, they're always like that. Now, with three girls, what do you do to balance the time with them? You know, um, when did they get their own individual mom, dad time? You know, how does that work? So it's funny because they all have their own thing, right? So first of all, for the most part, me and the girls are always together. David's usually working a lot or whatever. We right. spend time with him on the weekends or at night for dinner and things like that. But during the day, it's me and the girls. And so I will say most of the time I force them to come with me. I don't care. Everybody's coming. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I'm the same way. (laughs) We're all going, and I don't care if you don't feel like going, you're coming. And so, we spent, I forced them to spend time again. But the funny thing is, because I forced them to spend time, they actually like yearn to do it now. So, like, sometimes Mm -hmm. I'll be leaving the house and I'll pretend like I'm gonna leave them, even though they should already know by now you're not staying home, right? So, and when they'll come running out the house, wait, 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 and I'm Uh like smiling inside, like, oh, I got you, trained. Yep, yep. (laughs) But so, we have our own little girl bond that we spend time a lot of time together us four but just on an individual note like everybody has their time like me and L'Oreal have our time at school she gets a lot of that Lola comes home and she gets her her well actually London is home usually when I when when I get home so that's usually London's time London is when I get L'Oreal is at school and before and after school but as soon as I get home that's London's time usually she calls me when she gets in the house and she got to tell me everything about what happened throughout the day and then I'm tired because I just listened to like I said, I just listened to that all the way home about everything that happened yep. to L'Oreal born today. Then I get home and it's London's turn to tell me everything that happened in her soap opera during the day. <laughs> and then by the time she's finished and she's t- talking my head off and I'm like, okay, let me take notes so I remember what happened on this yep. episode you for tomorrow. You better. L- Lola comes in and she's on her oh, mom, guess what happened? And she tells me. So it's like, and it's so funny because sometimes I'm like, oh my gosh, I wish y'all would just be quiet. Let me have a moment to myself. And I have to remind myself, is going to be a time when they're not going to want to talk to me. Yep. And I'm going to be like, mm-hmm. oh. And we don't want to go back to those only child days. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so they all daily have their time where they have to tell me every single little thing that happened throughout the day. And so some of their teachers crack it because if there's a problem and I got to reach out, they laugh because they're like, well, we know that they told you. Yeah, they're going to tell me everything. Good, bad, right. and different. They're going to tell me everything. That's um, right. And it's so funny. Some of the teachers will be like, man, we need to have, we need to just, um, you know, question them about because they know every year they do and they're going to mm-hmm. tell me. That's um, right. 
And they're going to let me know. And I'm going to let you know, ma'am. Exactly. And I think, you know, it's funny because growing up, like I didn't have a very open relationship with my mom or with my parents in general. Mm -hmm. Like it was very much, you know, um, you know, back in the 80s. I think that was our generation, though. Yeah, I think so. 80s and 90s was like you just needed to be behaved. And parents didn't want to hear nothing else. Mm -hmm. And I never wanted that for the kids. Even David, like we've had that conversation. Like he remembers like, you know, getting in trouble for asking questions about something things or whatever and yeah, I was the same way like there was certain me things like, you better not say certain words you know mm-hmm. don't ask me nothing crazy yep. um but I never wanted that for the girls like and I guess we're and like you said we're in a different generation the 80s and 90s was something yep. totally different but mm-hmm. it's like the girls know like and we've had this rule since they were little don't have nobody call me and tell me nothing like if mm-hmm. something happens Girl. tell me first and you won't get in trouble if you that's tell right me. Because okay. I'll defend you as long as I know. I always say exactly. That. Don't have nobody yep. call me. And mm-hmm. then you know, so you the one thing you do know, uh, and you always laugh, is that we have our family worship on Tuesdays, and we have this segment during our family worship that you could say whatever. It's like a true confessions <laughs> period, right? And the girl gets wild up in there. I'm like, what? <laughs> I love it. But that's your time to say whatever you want to say, and you're not going to get in trouble. But in I general, the kids know, like, okay, if I come and tell Bobby, and London, London, is, London always prefaces everything, like, I'm not going to get in trouble, right? So, can I can tell you, <laughs> like, what, what happened? Um, but it's just that I always wanted to have that open communication where you ain't got to be scared to tell me anything. Like, tell me what happened and we will work through it because my job at this point in my life, and this is where me and David sometimes we differ. I'm like, I don't necessarily, I do protect them from as much as I can. But my point is, is like, I need you to be able to experience life and know how to navigate that. Yes. And you're not always going to have me here. Mm -hmm. So I need you to be out here, like even social, you know, like a lot of parents don't like the kids that have social media, whatever. And so we watch the kids on social media, but me and David had, had multiple conversations about like the kids need to learn how to navigate under certain platforms because we're not going to be there and they're going to have to learn how to do it. So this is my time to teach you Mm -hmm. what to do or how to move in school or on yeah. or, you know online or wherever else and I want you to be able to open up and have that conversation with me and I don't want to you know and I will say this my eighth grade students all my life prepared me for this moment because they would come and tell me stuff and I would be like cringing inside and I was like Nikki keep your poker face on because yep. if, you, if you show judgment yep. that's, true. That is, so, I, that's true because you can, yes. if you show judgment yeah because then they they back down they don't want to tell you anything yeah and so I have to, I mean, it's, I, I, it's been years of practicing on other people's kids, like <laughs> to kind of keep yep. my composure and be like, okay, listen, I know this is crazy, but how can we work through this? And so now the girls understand, like, I could come and tell mommy stuff and she's, even if it's bad, but she's going to always tell me how I could get out of it or what I could do to fix it or make it better or whatever else. Or even if it's just a matter of talking about it and just saying, listen, moving forward, you should do this, you know, and they respect my opinion. It's not like, you know, in the eighties and 90s mm-hmm. no yes don't do this it was a whole black yep. and white list but it was all it was it wasn't necessarily morals being taught it was like mm-hmm. you do's and don'ts and that's what yeah. i didn't want you know my mom used to say do as i say not as i do thank you <laughs> or, or you'll be you'll ask them why because why? because i said so right I said so. <laughs> yep. you, you know stuff uh-huh. like that i'm like Yep. I, I never used to wanted it, it to time. be like that at all. So it's been, I mean, parenting is definitely a journey and I, we definitely don't got it all the, way, all the way figured out, but I'm happy about where we are at this point, you know, and, and right. we move deeper into the teenage years. It definitely is a test. <laughs> right. But, 
But you know what, like you said, I think, do you think it's been a benefit or um, an added advantage because you are an educator? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that, you know, I, like I said, practicing on other people's kids, because when I'm at school, my kid, those are my kids, you know what I mean? Like the, you're my kids while we're at school and I'm going to treat yep. you just like that. Um, so practicing on other people's kids all these years has, has definitely, I think made me a better parent. And so even David will say, you know, I know that, you know, different ways as far as the psyche of kids or, the, you know, whatever. So I'm going to leave certain things to you. And so we balance each other out. Um, because whereas I think of like the logical development of how kids think, mm-hmm. he doesn't necessarily think about that, but he thinks on a more spiritual standpoint always. Right, right. So it balances each other out. Cause sometimes he got a real me in, like mm-hmm. Nikki, no. Right, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but, but that, but you know what? That's the important part. I mean, and that's a whole other thing, but that's the important part of having, you know, a husband. Yeah. Because even with girls, you know, it's and you know, shout out to all the single parents because I, I give it to it's, all the, the yeah. single moms, you know. I can't imagine, but like you said, you know, to have your spouse there balancing it out because it's been times I it was some outfits I remember when Sailor was younger. I picked for Sailor, right? Not even paying attention. I remember it was these shorts and it said words on the butt. I because yeah. remember when that was all the that like, was everybody a thing. had it. Yeah, so I got Sailor some shorts and Dante was like, She ain't wearing that, and I was like, Yes, yeah, true. <laughs> Sometimes he was like, Look, look yeah. like look where the words are and I'm like yeah he was like that means somebody's got to look at her butt to read it yeah I, I never even thought yeah, about the it. stuff that you just don't think about yeah and you know, it was I didn't think about it and I was like oh yeah he's like she's not wearing that I said oh you're right this stuff that you just don't think about and like I rarely like give David credit but he's right about a lot of things but I, don't, <laughs> I hope you don't listen to this to hear that but <laughs> But um, he is right about a lot of things. And I'm like, and I have to like humbly, quietly, not, I don't give him credit, but I humbly go behind and do whatever, like do the things that I'm like, okay, yeah, no, I might've been doing a little bit too much with this because, but that's, that's also like the shows the importance of picking a good marriage mate as well too. You know, somebody that you can respect and somebody that balances you out. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's something else that I'm glad that I have going in favor of me as far as my family goes because you know he gets on my nerves frequently you know it's the <laughs> day-to-day thing whether I like him or not I always love him but the one, you know from a day-to-day I don't know I love if I like y'all. him sometimes I but y'all are a reality show I always say that <laughs> y'all are y'all would be the best small family takeover y'all girl it's crazy over here but like I really do respect the way we balance each other out so it works out it absolutely yeah. works out. I mean, y'all, I'm telling y'all are some of the best to do it. I And, you know, I aside from the humor and everything, you you can see the fruits of your labor by your kids. You know, I mean, yeah. from your faith, your faith plays a huge part, I know, in just like your morals and values. So when you look at your household now and you look at your family, um, what about your household resembles how you grew up like you know are you the domestic t- well I mean I know you, you know that what yeah. you asking me that for right <laughs> uh you know okay we doordash uh eight nights out of the week eight, eight nights out of seven days a week you're so um, funny yes, <laughs> no <true. laughs> 
and then I'll go through my phases where I feel like cooking. I don't. Yeah, know. I'll just say you can cook. You yeah, can. like I'll go through phases of like, okay, yeah, I feel like it, but uh, most of the time I don't. Um, and David went through a phase where he was cooking, and I was like, okay, let me encourage this. So I was buying new so pots funny. and pans and grills and everything. <laughs> I was like, uh, yeah, let's work on this. But um, I am definitely so keep in mind, like our it's totally different. I grew up only child. My mom was a homemaker. She did not work. She was an educator at one period of time because I was being bad in school. She got a job becoming a black in school. <laughs> like if I'm gonna be real, but <laughs> and my dad owned the contracting company but like so my mom did not work like I was my mom's life so keeping mm -hmm. her house clean and you know so my mom was queen of like vacuuming and her lines were perfect and she knew if you walked in a oh, room wow. blah blah oh, blah she like, was like that yeah ah, okay okay and you know we both grew up with mob carpet so you know the yes. lines yes real. girl yes carpet. yes okay. <laughs> yes so it ain't beige carpet that yes. mob carpet showed the lines and girl. so I grew up in a house where like the everything was vacuumed to, at mm -hmm. least two or three times a week and yeah. even though nobody was going in half the rooms like girl I couldn't go in the living room in the girl, dining room we didn't go in there and she would see if your footprints was in there yes. and she would be like I know you were in here yes. and so like even so as I, I grew up I'm living in the house that I grew up in. And so I laugh because I like, oh my goodness, if my mother could see us in this house, there, she would have a heart attack. Because our house is very much lived in. Like, there's not, if you could come in and be, I love like, it though. lounging in the living room. You know, we sit in the dining, right, dining room regularly. Mm -hmm. We're in there on the computers or eating or whatever. The dog is all over the freaking house all the time. But it's like, we're very, very much lived in in our house. Um, mm -hmm. I am not the cooking, cleaning type of person at all. I'm, a, And I keep telling, even though he laughs, because there was a period where I was on leave and David was like, you're not a stay-at-home mom. Like, even when you have the time, so we're not going to pretend like... <laughs> This is because you don't have the time. <laughs> You're that's not who you are. That's I'm like, okay, well, respect. I'm glad you know. Um, <laughs> but so it's I'm, it's very different. You know, my dad went to work. My mom stayed home and took care of us. There was meals on the table. There was, you know, that's not us at all. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, we we want to read us or we stopping by. Uh, yeah, yeah. Chipotle or what do you? Uh, or we'll call David. It's Monday night. It's your time. It's your day. Mm -hmm. What are you eating? What are you doing? Right. Um, that's 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 more how we are. But it's because I work. You know, I work. Yeah. I work business. I manage three kids. I'm like, ma, you got you could definitely have done that. You only had me. Hello. I, what was you, there was that, it is a lot. And then I mean, with your business, and then you know, we're also sorority sisters. So yes. You have, and you're very active in um, Alpha Kappa Alpha. You got your own business. You're very my active. congregation. That's my what I was business, gonna say with your faith, like business. Everything. Girl, yeah, like, it's a lot going on here. I don't know how you sleep. Like, it's a lot. I don't know how you sleep. <laughs> and then, and then, you and your husband definitely—I like y'all do date nights. Like, I mean, well, date trips. Cause Cause girl, be don't let to... Instagram fool you. We could be having stuff to do, but we don't really do dates. <laughs> no, y'all do. Y'all do date trips. Because every time I look up, y'all are somewhere. I'm like, okay. I didn't even know they were gone. We, <laughs> we definitely capitalize when we have to go to stuff. We make it a whole weekend thing, which is fun. It. But we I are definitely it, working yeah. or doing more date night things. Um, well, because you know what? Know. The reality is the, of marriage is like, you know, especially you become very task related. Like, yep. Take care mm -hmm. of the kids. Take care of the house. Did you yes. do this? Did you do that? Mm -hmm. And so even when we go out, it's sometimes hard not to be task related. Like I, sometimes I will be sitting there, especially if he makes an effort to take me to dinner somewhere or whatever. I'll be making an effort not to make it task related. So then I 
But then because I can't, I'll try to make it at least one task related, right? But then I realize what I'm talking about is not fun for him, but it doesn't matter because I don't know what else to tell you. So I like, we'll sit there and I'll start. I'm like, oh, so let's start talking about this trip or let's talk about family vacation. And he's just like over it. But it's very hard to, you know, not be task related when you have it so is. much going on. Like, And y'all do, and think about that. You both have your own businesses that you yes. manage in addition to everything else. That is a lot. Yeah, no, it's yeah. a lot. That is a, and you all are still like, you know, just very active and involved in your kids' life. That's yeah. the thing. In the midst of that, I, you'll be like, "Yeah, I had to go to this concert and this game," and I'm like, "Yo, what? exactly." <laughs> You know, because like you said, your kids are opposite. So, you know, you got artsy, you got athletics, yes. you know, you got fashion, you got all this stuff, musical, everything like this and some kind of way. Well, you know what? There's a will, there's a way. Yep. And you understand being a, like, I think most people hopefully do. It is an absolute blessing to be a parent. It, it is, is such it a is. blessing. I always say that I'm like, even when they are working my nerve, I, I'll tell the girls when I want to say, I'll, I'll be like, I am so blessed to be your mother. I'm so yeah. blessed. Because, you know, just knowing that it's so many people that would love to be in our situation. And then I think also, like you said, coming from my only child family, this is what I want. I always tell the girls, like, I wanted siblings, you know, mm -hmm. um, especially like at holidays and like birthday times or like when it was um, family vacation time. I was like, we had the best family vacations, but it'd be me. Listen, but you know what's so funny? So when I grew up, my dad was the oldest of eight. So my cousin, I was very like I had a lot of cousins growing up. It was okay. me and my three cousins specifically. I was the baby, the baby cousin for the longest. But we were all like four or five, like within four years apart. The oldest and me are four years apart, and him and I are very close. Um, and then there was two siblings that were in between us. But it was us four, and you know our parents friends and then we grew up very close so it was all always uh, and, and the, my parents friends and their cousins their their uh kids so they were like cousins so right. when growing up I was not lonely and honestly I I really did value my time to myself as far as being able to play by myself like I was very self-sufficient and it honestly has made me very self-sufficient right but the one piece that I always miss growing up and I don't think people unless you're an only child girl you really do not know how thick skinned, how tough, yep. how, you know, mm -hmm. protective mm -hmm. you have to be of yourself because that is boys so trying to take advantage and you don't have anybody to protect you. Yep. Girls um, taking advantage or not. Mm -hmm. So whatever, or just growing through growing pains of teenage girl years and not having anybody to go talk to or say anything. That mm -hmm. is like the hardest part for me. I didn't mind being by myself when I did finally get a second to myself. It was that piece of like not having like a support system. So yes. like in my daughter's room, in her bathroom, in my oldest daughter's bathroom, she has a sign that says, um, what is this? Oh, it says, if I don't have anything else, I got two, um, I have two crazy sisters and a dope mom. And I'm oh, like, I love that. <laughs> So we made this little sign because I'm like, I want you to remember. And it's kind of like what you were saying yeah. to your girls. Like you have a built in best friend. Right. Like that mm -hmm. is like priceless. Like no matter what happens, you guys are together, yes. you know? And so like, you'll go through issues with girls or guys mm -hmm. or whatever, but you're always, and so like L'Oreal, I, I always emphasize to her, like, you're a big sister. Like, you have, that's a huge responsibility. And, like, Elle is such a good big sister. Like, she's, like, she the epitome is. of a great big sister. So, she, she like, takes care. So, so I know, even though I low-key be jealous, like, why y'all in here whispering, talking about stuff, and y'all not talking? Because they sure right? do. They do. Girl, I swear they got their that, own language. That, that gets on my do. nerves, but I, yeah. I'm just jealous. But that, mm -hmm. <laughs> yep. I'm the same way. I'm the same way. 
yeah, they, they're always talking, but they'll be in a room and, and, but I'm low-key excited because I'm like, oh, wow, that is the one thing I did not have. Like, mm-hmm. and I know this, and London will eventually say something to me. Like, so she'll go and I'll know she'll go talk to L'Oreal about it and she'll come down and say, mommy, you know, can I tell you something? And, and she'll come <laughs> and say something, but I'm like, why you had to go tell her first? Like, I'm right here. No, but, <laughs> but I'm excited right. about that. Like you have that support system and they have secrets amongst themselves that yes. they have to come and tell me anyway, but it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, Don't but that. that is that's what we missed yeah and i'm so grateful i always i even if they act like it is so funny because when they get there they have their of course their separate friends i'd be like well you remember your sister's your best friend yeah like i said to both it. of them like, <laughs> listen your friends outside they nice but you remember your sister's your best friend i exactly. always say that to them like don't ever forget it because that's it when everything yeah. goes down that's who you got like yeah like, we know mom we know i'm like because that is, that's what we did not have. And that strength, like about being an only child, I mean, and that's a whole other podcast. That's a whole nother thing. When <laughs> I, you know, when I lost my mom, I remember you were one of the first people I called and I'm like, yo, how do I get through this? Yeah. And you were like, you're an only child. And I remember you said that to me. <laughs> you were like, it's the strength we have. And I was like, you're right. I mean, you know, we have our faith, you yeah. know, we have our, our husbands, we have our kids. But when you said that, it was like, yeah. And even now, you know, for me, I'm like um, almost a year and a half after losing my mom and like six months after losing my grandmom, it is this strength that I can't even put it into words, yeah. but it's like we dust ourselves off and we make it because yeah. we made it growing up. Yeah, it is definitely like um a strength that comes with it. And so, you know, I look at my girls, I'm like, they but they have the benefit, like you said, of having each other, which yeah. is something I always said, you always got somebody to share all your childhood memories with when you're only child. That's the only thing. And it's so isn't that so weird? You don't have to think about it. Like, I'm like, how does that feel like, you know, that there's somebody out here that knows all your secrets? Like, yeah. I might have got beat when I was in the house. But nobody else was there to see yeah. me in trouble right. or get a spank in or know that like I did something ridiculous. Like yep. you're, you have no choice but to be best friends with this mm-hmm. person. They know everything about you. Like they know like, your your embarrassing moments. Yes, that that's what I like. They know. Yeah, they know you. They know like. They, yeah, they know your secrets. They know what you do well, what you don't do well. Yes. That's what I always say. When you're only child, it's like your parents are the the keeper of your secrets. Yep. That's it. And so your memories are with them, but yeah. that's the benefit though. But so, okay. So let's move it on. Cause I, we can have you our don't own, talk like, forever. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. So we're getting near the end, but so tell me, how do you balance everything? Marriage, motherhood, faith, career, business. How do you balance it all? Like, what do you do to keep yourself focused, sane, happy? Cause you always laughing and joking. What do you do? What do I do? I keep it moving. <laughs> I keep it moving. I keep my family together. And we, you know, so if I'm planning an event, they right there planning an event. If I got to go to work and they can come up, they're at work with me. Like they are an integral part of every part of my life. Like there's not things like, even if we're having sorority stuff, if they can come, they're there. We we serve Jehovah. We serve them together. We go go about that. You know, so it's just a matter of, we just move as a tribe, you know? And that's all I I can say. It's like, you know, we got a million things to do, but guess what? We all going to be here. And, and people laugh because sometimes I'll be doing an event and David's there. Like, I like you know, like I dragged him out the house. But guess what? We together. <laughs> Listen, I, when I looked up at my grandmother's funeral and repassed and saw David with his suit on, I said, oh, my God, I love this small family. I love this small family. <laughs> okay, so let me tell you, because know, I keep it real. I wasn't even speaking to David that day because he did something. <laughs> I don't even know what he did to tick me off, right? <laughs> 
He's I love always it. doing something. If anybody knows David, he, you I know he's always doing something. Don't believe I love, me. I love he did something. But I didn't even know. I, me and the girls had gotten dressed or whatever, and I was walking out the door, and he came walking up from the basement with his suit <laughs> on. And I was looking at him like, oh, you're really trying to get brownie points right now. But it was just the idea that he knows, like, oh, I know that Nicole really loves Shannon and how hard this is her for her. So I'm going to be there. And that is so like, sweet. Got, like, and he just loves y'all family anyway. Like, because our families are so much alike. That's they, they why. They really are. They really are. And like, so and it's so funny because him and Dante, like, low key keeping contact, which is so weird. I know. It's they're not funny. like the keeping contact kind of guys at all. I know. I know. <laughs> But I think they feel each other's pain. But like, and they're just really good guys. Like, as much as I, yeah. I hope, again, I hope David don't listen to this. But he's really <laughs> is a good guy. Like, <laughs> he really is. Like, he's oh a good dad. God. He's a good husband. He's a good man. So that's he's right. Like, Shout out your man. That's right. Yeah. Shout him out. Listen. Yeah. But he can't hear this, Shannon. But um. <laughs> Oh, he's going to hear it. That's like Kate on her episode. She was like, Chase was like, I heard your podcast. Oh, David's going to hear it. <laughs> oh, no. No, 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 no. He's not going to hear it. We're never going to let him hear it. Because he he has to always strive to do better. Okay? So there you go. Good. Just... If he thinks he's doing too good, he's not. So we don't we don't, we don't don't praise him too much. But No, I love you. You always, <laughs> you always make me laugh. It's like nonstop. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm just wait. I really am. I'm waiting for y'all's reality show because it will be a hit, y'all. I keep saying y'all should do like a YouTube channel Girl, because your your family is so entertaining. Like yep, well, if our house, if we could keep our house cleaner on a regular basis, I would. But we're not. We would never. Your house is us. clean enough because okay. Your house. It's not like it's filthy. Your house. You're, like it's you not said, filthy, but it's a mess up in here sometimes. Girl, it's and fun. On a day to day basis, you know, it's very touch and go. I'm like, it's yeah, fun. No, it is. It's absolutely fun, and y'all keep it moving and. <laughs> I'm telling you, that's y'all should look into that. Get a whole YouTube channel because I love y'all, and I think everybody would. Because if you if you think this it, this interview is hilarious, you got to see when you add all five of them in there and the dog. Oh my gosh, it's hilarious. Okay, so as we close out, what is the best advice that you would give to a new mother or an expecting mother um, who's having just her first child? Like, what is something that you would you could share that you know now that you didn't know 15 years ago oh what would I share I would say to always make things your own right so we have we grow up with in, in our own different family dynamics mm. and sometimes we think that that's how life is supposed to be mm. um and so you constantly try to you know measure up to how your mom was or how you think you know a mom should be and that's just not for real like that's just right. not it's not not realistic um everybody's family is different and you got to make it your own every kid is different you know that's something i've learned as a mom of multiple every kid is different every family dynamics are different every your support systems your husbands your whatever not non-husbands whatever it is is different and so sometimes we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to be what we think mom should be when right. sometimes you just got to do the best you can you know yeah. um and so that's, that's my biggest thing, you know, especially for new moms, you know, you, you're, it's, it's being a mom is a very big responsibility. Like you're, Girl, you're yeah. if you mess your kids up, like, <laughs> <laughs> like I got to be funny, but it's on you. Um, no pressure, but you know, the, so I get it, <laughs> but you gotta just go with the flow and learn to make it your own, like make, make motherhood your own. And as long as you're working in love, 
and taking time to take care of your own mental capacity, you will not, you're like, you'll succeed and you'll have successful children. But, you know, sometimes we, we could, we could wear ourselves out and you yep. can't, you, you're not going to be good to anybody wearing yourself out. That is, <laughs> that is so true. I was, I was sharing with Sayla, um the other day we were babysitting, but really she was babysitting. And I said, <laughs> you know what? I said, it's so funny, but it's not when I had both of the girls, I said, I had to go to the um, maternity emergency, like three days after I had both of them. They said, why? I said, cause I was watching y'all breathe and sleep. Yes. Like wear myself out. And my yes. mom said, go to sleep. And I was like, what was it? Was it called SIDS? I think. Is that like? Yeah. The, yeah oh, girl, they had adjustment. all kinds of stuff. We was in there. Yes. You couldn't put them on their side. You couldn't yes. put them on their stomach. You couldn't put them on their back. And I was just, I watched both. And I said, you would think, Sayla, that after having you, you know, and seeing that you were alive, you were six at the time when Sydney was born, that I would realize that. I said, but I still watched your sister breathe the same way I watched yep. you. And by day three, and it was only because I was worn down. I had a child and then I wasn't sleeping and I get to the hospital and I was running a fever like, oh, my gosh, what's wrong? And they were like, you're tired. Yeah. You yeah, have not slept, like ma'am. Like you up here trying to nurse a baby and not sleep. It's like, oh, yep. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, so no. it, that is very true about, you know, just taking care of yourself. And that starts even then, because that was three days into new motherhood with both my girls and I was wearing myself down. So I just want to say you are truly one of the most fabulous mothers. I mean, oh. aside and, you know, like it's not even just like physically you and your daughters are always put together. Like if, if anybody knows Nikki, you know, like that's always been, a, they're going to match. They're going to coordinate, you know, they're going to look <laughs> like they're going to an award show um, when they go to the hall and David even <laughs> coordinates too. But aside from the physical aspect of you all being just, you know, a beautiful family on the outside, y'all are, are even more amazing. Just your personalities, who you are, what you represent, how y'all love people. You know, I'll, Nikki, you, if you, nobody's ever told you got a heart of gold, you want to welcome the whole world into like your laughter and your jokes. You know, we met, we met, it was before I had Sydney. So we had, we met like 11 years ago. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, 12, 12, 11, it was 12, 12 years 12, ago. Yeah. I, think I met, I was, I think I was pregnant with London. Was, was it 13? I was pregnant with London because you came to London's baby shower. I sure did. I sure did. So that's yeah. 13 years ago. It was. Thir yes, it was. Yeah. That's okay. over 13 years ago because, yeah, yeah, I was pregnant with London. I sure did. I came to the baby shower. And that's when I first realized how prissy you were because you were prissy at school. But when I got to your baby shower and it looked like um like a wedding, <laughs> like I said, <laughs> oh, my gosh. This, like, and I remember I was like, Teray, I had jeans on, I remember. And Teray was like, oh, this is Nikki. This is this is what she does. I said, oh, my gosh. I'm like, so underdressed. I'm like, Girl, a, please. a regular baby shower. And this is like, oh, my gosh. Okay. This is like a wedding reception. All right. <laughs> well, yeah. Okay. Because everybody knows, as Jehovah's Witnesses, we don't celebrate holidays, but we go all out for everything else. So I'm like, uh, we have a baby shower. You started going to school. We gonna go to school parties. Yeah, I realized it now. We do yep. graduation. We do period parties. We do potty party. We do all that. Thirteen years. Thirteen here. years into the friendship, I get it now. But that's <laughs> it. I was like, uh, so now you know. I know. I come to the hall. I'm dressed. I come to the house. I'm dressed. <laughs> Now, now I know. I didn't know back then. But you guys, your whole family, you're such um, you're such a blessing to so many people. And just the way you love people, the way you interact with people. Um, and you're just, you just, guys are just so giving. And, you know, I understand, you know, you're definitely an alpha female. You're, you're very like 
organized with stuff and it just works and you know I just love y'all so I just I'm so glad that you have been able to take time because we've been trying to coordinate this because you're busy um <laughs> so busy I'm gonna be but, honest you made me put my good wig on I thought this was like um you know I'm old and I don't know what podcast is like that, right so I'm thinking we was gonna be on zoom or something like this I put my good wig on it I didn't even have to do all of that you're so funny <laughs> well as we upgrade listen because I was talking to Dante about that I was like you know I think I want to start doing video um, like having my guests with video, so you know, don't worry, I'll I'll have you back on. I mean, we could do like fifty million episodes. We could, <laughs> oh, our lives are so similar, right? Just Only plan. children, yeah. educators, you know, everything. So, um, but again, I just want to say thank you, yes, thank you so much. much. This is fun, moms of multiple. So, um, tell everybody what's your Instagram that they can follow for your business. It is Chandelier by Event. Uh, Chandelier Events by Nicole, sorry, on Instagram and on Facebook. So Chandelier Events by Nicole. She is a phenomenal party planner, organizer. Um, Yeah, just absolutely talented. So please follow Nikki on social media, on her Instagram, on her Facebook page. Reach out. She is busy. She books up early. But um, if you want an extraordinary party planner anywhere because she said she'll be in memphis uh this coming week and i know she's from new york to delaware to philly make sure you reach out to her and so for everybody listening to our podcast do me a favor please like and share this reach out to me let me know if you have any questions any other upcoming podcasts that you would like to hear we are growing our tribe is growing our following is growing and i'm so grateful to have you along on this journey so remember as you're living life ladies as you're smiling and winning just keep on moving because we are all trying to figure out forever so from me shannon johnson to you i want to say good night thank you so much for listening and we'll see you guys later good night